Welcome to the podcast Inner City Spirit, hosted by Trinity Midtown in Houston, Texas. We have a new series we're beginning called Las Reverendas Outline the Faith. Your hosts are the Reverend Luz Cabrera Montes and the Reverend Hannah Elizabeth Atkins Romero. Las Reverendas. That's what the community in El Salvador used to call me, and um, uh, many communities are getting used to calling Luz as she completes her year of ordination to the diaconate. So uh, the concept of uh, Las Reverendas Outline the Faith is to re-familiarize folks with the basic tenets of the faith of the Episcopal Church as outlined in the Book of Common Prayer, but make it a little more interesting than just reading. We'll review some of the concepts that are in the back of the Book of Common Prayer 1979, uh, the catechism, and then we will discuss them. And we're going to do 18 series. So one of, in each topic of the, um, catechism or the outline of faith. And we're going to do this hoping for it to be a resource for people who want to re-familiarize or acquaint themselves for the first time with some of the things that we believe in the Episcopal Church. And our hope is that this will spark discussion, spark meditation, spark further investigation into these deep theological concepts. But we're going to start with some of the basics and share how we have encountered those in our lives. So let us pray and then get right to it. O God, you made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus Christ, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth that in your good time all nations and races may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The segment that we will discuss today from the Catechism is the Ten Commandments. What are the Ten Commandments? The Ten Commandments are the laws given to Moses and the people of Israel. What do we learn from these commandments? We learn two things, our duty to God and our duty to our neighbors. What is our duty to God? Our duty to God is to believe and trust in God, to love and obey God and to bring others to know him to put nothing in the place of God, to show God respect in thought, word, and deed, and to set aside regular times for worship, prayer, and the study of God's ways. What is the duty to our neighbors? Our duty to our neighbors is to love them as ourselves and to do to other people as we wish them to do to us. 
to love, honor, and help our parents and family, to honor those in authority and to meet their just demands, to show respect for the life God has given us, to work and pray for peace, to bear no malice, prejudice, or hatred in our hearts, and to be kind to all the creatures of God, to use all our bodily desires as God intended to be honest and fair in our dealings, to seek justice, freedom, and the necessities of life for all people, and to use our talents and possessions as ones who must answer for them to God, to speak the truth and not to mislead others by our silence, and finally, to resist temptations to envy, greed, and jealousy, to rejoice in other people's gifts and graces, and to do our duty for the love of God, who has called us into fellowship with him. What is the purpose of the Ten Commandments? The Ten Commandments were given to define our relationship with God and our neighbors. Since we do not fully obey them, why are they useful at all? Since we do not fully obey them, we see more clearly our sin and our need for redemption. On to discuss. So we just heard the whole segment on the Ten Commandments, and, you know, uh, Commandments 1 through 4 are our duty to believe and trust in God, and Commandments 5 through 10 are our duty to our neighbors. And I think that we're not supposed to memorize these to, to feel bad. I think that God gave these rules, these laws to Moses and the people of Israel and to all of us thereafter for our own good, to make our our, our lives a little bit easier. Um, They're pretty practical, um, but also to know, you know, what God's will is. And, you know, because people say, well, how do you know what God's will is? Well, it's not always that gray. It's about mercy and love and how, what the presiding bishop, our presiding bishop, Michael yes. Curry, says, mm-hmm. if it's, it's not, not about, about love, love, it's love. not about God. Yeah. Yes. We love that yeah. quote here. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it doesn't mean you can't have a sense of humor. I worked in a diocese, which will not be mentioned, where um, oh, no. a priest who... <laughs> was kind of kind of a rule follower, so he kind of got on other people. Uh, I mean, we are all priests. We're, we're rule followers, but he was kind of judgy about it. And he one day was, you know, reciting the Ten Commandments and uh, forgot one. And don't do that. Don't, like, try to judge people yes. and then forget, forget a commandment. And um, so... Ever after, we would rib him about that, and I won't tell. I won't tell you names or diocese or which commandment it was for the innocent to be <laughs> protected. <laughs> so he he became known as that commandment for the for the for the rest of the time that I was in that diocese. Anyway, he took it well. He took it well. It's good to be humble. You know, the commandments are. You know, they they are a rule of life. They're not to be. Um, looked at lightly or as something that's, you know, way in the past. Mm-hmm. They're the commandments of love um, to help us shape our lives according to the will of God. I love what it says at the end of that segment where 
you know, we know we're not going to be able to always obey them or follow them perfectly. But when we do miss the mark, when we do miss the goal, we, we, even, even our mistakes are an ability or our failures give us an ability to see our sin more clearly mm-hmm. and to depend more on God and to see our need for redemption more. And that, that is, a, that's a gift yes. when we're, our eyes are open to our need for salvation, our need for redemption, our need for a savior and that we are not God. We're made in the image and likeness of God, but mm-hmm. we're not going to put yourself on that pedestal Um, remember you might forget a commandment (laughs) while you're judging others (laughs) and not have them all memorized (laughs) yeah I think along with that and I and we may need to do another series on like the Enneagram but full disclosure I I I love all these personality personality traits uh exams and you know what you can it tells you kind of uh, you know what your motivation is and whatnot. Anyway, if you're interested it's in the for self understanding, yeah, just for understanding. Yeah. So anyway, I think it's more of a for me. It's more of something that you could have as a in your toolbox. You, know, yeah. you pull it out and you're like, oh, mm, this you know this makes sense to me. This mm-hmm. is you know with the enneagram, I I'm, I'm a six, which is six is like the skeptic, and mm-hmm. so everything is for me. It's you know I'm always questioning. It's it could go could be a, a good thing or it could be a very very bad thing right and so for someone like me I need a lot of structure I do have some friends both religious and non-religious who will you know say no you know rules like they're met, made to be broken and you know and I, I think it's more of like how you're saying a rule of life of I mean and, and a lot of these are just they come naturally to us already I think and so um it's helpful to to have a conversation around around what it means though I think for me one of the most important parts about it is understanding the 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 actual the wording mm-hmm. you know because I think that when I see the Ten Commandments and then I just see them labeled because growing up I saw them you know if you grew up you know my mom had them hanging on like every <laughs> wall you know so we would see them but but we didn't get to sit and do this and have a conversation mm-hmm. around like what this means you know, if, if, if we're upset, like, or when we envy and when we're jealous, because, you know, I mean, I know it happens to me a lot. And, you know, you work through all of that and you do, you know, you find your therapist and you're, do go to counseling and, you know, to do all this self care. Um, but growing up, sometimes you don't always have those conversations, you know, and mm-hmm. you kind of see these, these 10 commandments as like, oh gosh, you know, it's, do this, do or, this, and this is it, or, 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 you know, or else, or else, you know, and so you don't want, you know, as a six, I, I'm, I'm also driven by fear. Like I want to feel safe and secure. So if I see that and it's like, oh, or else, you know, I'm like, oh, it completely just scares me. Right? And you were saying, I'm always, like you said, that it, our our best instincts are reflected, but also there's a uh, recognition of you know our worst uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. uh, uh, instincts like jealousy and envy and greed, and um, you know so I think God has showed to Moses what understanding of human nature and um, you know how how you grow up is really important. You were saying also about being. Um, 
scared or repressed to share certain emotions um, because that that showed weakness. I think that's that's true around a lot of different states and cultures and countries. Exactly, <laughs> and I think there's just so many other added layers, right? That makes makes each whomever you know whatever your situation is that much more complex right Mm -hmm. and so yeah like we did we were talking about you know growing up my I I really never saw my my dad upset you know and and to me that was like I mean the first time I even saw him cry was was very traumatic and and um but not knowing how to process those things out loud and be able to articulate my feelings and you know doing that as vulnerable and honest right now i think until i an adult and still working on that right Mm -hmm. Um, because for whatever reason you know out of fear um and you know we said this is across all cultures around across all traditions in my my family's particular case is you know you you are in a place where you do not want to be seen. You know, you're undocumented. You don't want to stand out. You know, you want to just kind of go under the, yeah, blend in or Get go your under work the radar, done. you know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so there's all these, these conversations that don't happen, you know. So, uh, when we're able to, to have these conversations and really ground, be grounded in, in knowing that what this means and how it's applied to our personal lives. And then, then we see that need for redemption. That, and, that. and there's an integration and a, a courage to mm-hmm. trust, maybe not immigration, but to trust each other, <laughs> yes. yeah. to hold each other up. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's really yeah. important what you said. Yeah. And again, it's just, I think it's different for every, for every individual, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's what, that's what these commandments are about is, you know, at the end, it's like, it's our duty to believe and trust in God. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and recognizing that, what does it mean? Am I trusting God if, if I'm not, you know, doing some of these or following these, but then it, it, it you know, holds you accountable and it holds you also, uh, brings you back to be able to, to find redemption. And, and I think, you know, that conversation we we're talking about, there, the pros and cons as well, you know, what does greed do to you? Uh, you, you know, internally, what does that do to you? You know, it, the, the, you know, there's just not a many benefits even for your own well-being and we could include mental health and physical health and all of that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And jealousy, mm-hmm. you know, I think you have the right, there's a distinction you have the right to point out injustice. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we're talking about when we're talking about jealousy. It's like, oh, well, um, I mean, you can think of your own examples um, or listening, but there's a difference between, um, you know, searching for justice than, than being envious and wanting more mm-hmm. and more and more, yeah. right? Yes. And the theologian John Sabrino used to say, there's enough for everybody if we all live modestly. Mm-hmm. So what has greed done but create these gaps mm-hmm. where so many suffer the physical, mental, and spiritual pain of, of poverty or, you know, systemic racism or sexism? Um, I know growing up, I, you know, I suppressed certain emotions, mm-hmm. but it was, I was, you know, I had a lot of bravado. Mm-hmm. And that was really great for yeah. me, but the bravado also in, covered up some some pain mm. um, 
of, you know, abuse from babysitters and folks around that I didn't, I I wasn't strong enough to look at. And so it wasn't until I got, you know, into the ministry that I really had to integrate that because you're being told all the time as a woman that you're not as good as Mm -hmm. the padre or the Mm -hmm. father or what. And and that's still true. And you can't confront that with bravado. Mm -hmm. You have to confront that with authenticity Mm -hmm. and to know that you are worthy. And so being in the ministry and being out there really helped my spiritual life. And, And the Ten Commandments, getting back to the Ten Commandments, <laughs> they, I mean, they're, 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 they're the basic tenets mm-hmm. of how to be a person who's in covenant with God. Mm-hmm. And um, going back into my pastor role for a minute, um, any Trinitarians listening to this, mm-hmm. what is our duty to God? It's to set aside regular times for worship, mm-hmm. prayer, mm-hmm. and the study yeah. of God's ways. So come back to church. I know we're in a pandemic. Yes, we are <laughs> back in person. <laughs> And also, you know, I think that called into fellowship. Yeah, called into fellowship. That's ten too. So it's in (laughs) it's in four and ten. But one of the other sort of the controversial ones um, is about using. And this is the the wording in the Book of Common Prayer is seven, and it says to use all our bodily desires as God Mm. intended, and that is not the traditional wording, but I love that wording. That's an understanding of the traditional wording. And it's so hard in our conversations about women's rights and women in the church and women's leadership. And um, in the whole Beth Moore had to leave her church yes. because she mm. disagreed. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, and, and that, that's, in, that's just incredible to me. Um, and, you know, saying that you both celebrate mm-hmm. um, sexuality as a gift, whatever that sexuality is, but also use it responsibly for intimacy and connection, and that, you know, all, like uh, all the sacraments for all God's people, as Integrity used to say, mm-hmm. um, as they were fighting for marriage equality. Um, and and all of that is is in accordance with our duty to love our neighbors as ourselves. You know, we do that. We do all that work based in our relationship with God. So we have to be strong in prayer, strong in community, and then strong in community engagement to live out what we understand God is calling us to do. And these... Ten Commandments are, you know, are a blueprint for a good way to live life that helps others, you know, that honors God, that helps others, and that helps, as you pointed out, helps us mm-hmm. uh, not waste time in, you know, abysses of, of um, bad behavior mm-hmm. or feeling that just don't bring joy or peace or mercy. And... Yeah, I think I just, I really love the way it's here, you know, in the Book of Common Prayer. And if you have it handy, page 848, mm-hmm. if you're using, um, if you're using it while you're, you know, participating. It's just, I really love the wording. Like you said, it's just, 
show respect for the life God has given us, to work and pray for peace and to be kind to all creatures to God, you know, God, because we all belong to God. So, Amen. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us for this segment of this series, Las Reverendas, Outline the Faith. We want to also highlight that there's a lot about our catechism on the Book of Common Prayer. And this catechism is primarily intended for use by parish priests, deacons, and lay catechists to give an outline for instruction. It is a commentary on the creeds, but it's not meant to be a complete statement of belief and practice. Rather, it is a point of departure for the teacher and it is cast in the traditional question and answer form for ease of reference. The second use of this catechism is to provide a brief summary of the church's teaching for an inquiring stranger who picks up a prayer book. For additional resources, we invite you to check out our website, trinitymidtown.org, and for you to tune in for our next segment. And we are very grateful that you are joining us here with Las Reverendas, Outline the Faith. Have a good one. Oh,